Now, our contributor, Scott Shunts, really likes octopus. I don't know why. He likes to eat it. He likes to talk about it. But he's with us now. Right, Scott? Yeah. And I I talked about this on Monday. And uh, a few people in my life heard it and mentioned to me about it. And some people emailed me, Scott at CKNW. And people were taken with this idea. I think maybe sort of a bit surprised by it, the same way that I am, that there's the potential of octopus farming becoming an industry. And I think the reason, because I've thought about this a bit, I think the reason that I'm so uh, taken with it is because, like, number one, I don't understand why. Like, I don't know that many people that eat octopus, like, on a weekly basis, like we do with fish. I would say restaurants would probably have a lot to do with that. Maybe, yeah. Number two, I think they're like a really um, interesting and sort of cool animal as we learn more about them and stuff. It seems like they they sort of have this like, and maybe this is just me, but this special aura about them. And number three, I I worry about the long-term implications of it's like, hey, we farm fish and now we're going to farm octopus and If we can do this, what else? What else can we farm? So a lot of questions about, you know, the implications here, what's going on and stuff. So to find out a little more, I got in touch with uh, Jennifer Jaquette. She is from New York University, NYU. She's a professor of uh, environmental uh, policy and studies. She's written about this. She's a published author, very, very involved in the discussion. And she had some great, great responses uh, to my questions. But I started asking her, like... Active octopus farms aren't a thing yet, but they're coming, right? That's right. They're in the midst of building the first commercial octopus farm in the Canary Islands in Spain. Okay. And now, should I understand this the same way that I understand, like, fish farms? Like how we have, like, farmed salmon here? Is this the same? Like, what does commercial octopus farming actually look like? What does that entail? It is the same in some respects in that um, you are raising a carnivore in a saltwater environment in in confinement. Um, But these are closed circulating systems. Uh, In other words, they are on land. They're land-based. And it'll look like a big factory warehouse as opposed to an open net pen that you have in BC. And is the purpose for this because the demand for octopus has grown? Why are people looking to farm octopus now? So they have been looking to farm octopus for a very long time. Um, It's actually been worked on for decades. Uh, There has always been a a, a strong market for octopus in Europe, and it uh, is a high-value luxury item. So in terms of aquaculture, you know, when you're looking at what to farm, price point is one major driver as well as um, as lifespan. So octopuses and the vulgaris is a lifespan of one to two years. So that makes it sort of ideal for, for raising in captivity, high price, short lifespan. Um, but almost every other aspect of this enterprise makes it far less than ideal for farming. And um, it's not about, you know, feeding people, first of all, or, or increased demand as much as it is creating new markets and catering to those uh, luxury markets that are opening up. So the industry has cited increased demand for exotic meats and new experiences. Can you speak at all to um, what what we know about octopus? Are they like they're intelligent creatures or uh, speak to that a bit maybe? 
Yes, of course. No, they're, they're highly intelligent. They're very curious. We recognize in them this form of intelligence that actually looks a lot like ours. You know, they're, they're visual and they are, again, curious, escape artists. Um, some people also say they're just like encountering an alien intelligent be- mm-hmm. intelligence because they do have soft bodies. You know, they have eight arms and, and tentacles instead of, uh, you know, our body plans. And so there, there's this familiarity that we can see in them. And then there's this also really obvious disconnect between their body plans and ours and, their, and many of their features. And then at the same time, you have this threat to put this same species that is so remarkably intelligent, curious, uh, needs a lot of stimulation, lives in an intertidal zone that is very um, exciting environment, to put it in mass confinement, to put it in uh, barren conditions, and to try to breed out some of that behavior that we find so compelling. One of the things that that I hear, and you know, we all, we always want to be a little bit critical of the information that we get, but people sometimes say, "Well, if we can um, sort of farm this this you know species and and create it in a in a controlled condition, that protects the um, uh, the organic uh, lifestyle of, of that of that species. Like if we farm it." then it means the ones that live in the ocean are somehow protected now or will protect yeah. that. Uh, is that true? Or is that like, yeah. totally like, can you speak to that? That absolutely is something that the industry says regularly. Um, and if they're, you know, sometimes it's a trade association, sometimes it's the government that's funding the industry, but they say, well, this will alleviate pressure on the wild animals. And that's mm-hmm. how they sold BC on salmon farming, actually. They said, we're going to reduce the pressure on wild salmon. And now we can actually look at what happened with the rise of salmon farming. We actually see that it increased the supply, which led to a depression in the price. No surprise there. Price went down for salmon with the rise of farm salmon. And as a result, catches for wild salmon actually increased because fishermen in Alaska, for instance, could not reach the same revenue because the price had gone down. So not only did it not alleviate pressure, it actually increased pressure on the wild fish. Then that's just talking about the the wild uh, analog species, you know, in this case, Pacific salmon versus Atlantic salmon. In the case of octopuses and, and salmon, carnivorous animals in general, they put additional pressure on fishing because we also have to feed them. So not only will it not alleviate pressure, very likely on wild octopuses, it will put additional pressure on things like crab or hake, species that we have to catch to feed to the farmed octopuses. And so this is a kind of double-edged sword. And it's why we have been advising, my colleagues and I, against farming carnivores in the ocean uh, or in containment, period. Octopus are sentient, curious, highly intelligent creatures that should not be subjected to a life of mass production. And on the grounds that this is not about food security. This is not about feeding people. It's about making money. It's about a luxury product. And so if people want to want to support and find out more, um, do you have like, could you list some links or is there places we could find some info? We have an article called The Case Against Octopus Farming that I'd encourage you to look at. There is a public petition. It's open to any citizens around the world on a vase to express your opinion. Um, this is a very global market and it's a very global conversation. So um, any and all are welcome to join. 
So I uh, published that petition on my Twitter. If people want to see it, it's Scott on Air, at Scott on Air, if people want to go to that. But I found that particularly enlightening, especially, Simi, where she talked about, like, they're creating the market. Yeah, I know. That's the thing that bothered me. I was like, oh, she makes a good point there. Right? And yeah. like, if we can create a market for this, why can't we create a market for anything else? You know, if we but, buy into this, that this is a luxury But also inadvertently good. making it more popular, thereby making the wild version also popular, yeah. which is where the problem is. Scott, so interesting. And by the way, I've had more than one person this week email me when you talk about Octopus, like a handful of people telling me, tell Scott to watch My Octopus Teacher. Yeah, I've heard it's fantastic. I'll look at it. That's his next Octopus assignment. 